Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Blue Talks. Hi, Catherine. Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys? Well, we are just doing great. How are you? So fantastic. So fantastic. I love your backgrounds. (laughs) Thank you so much. This is actually Corey inspired. Didn't you have a background similar to this at one point, Corey? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Not did I do. It's just not. I don't think it's up on any of the walls right now. I mean, that would be kind of cool if we coordinated and had the same backgrounds. (laughs) Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of interesting you say that because our first few ones, Elise was like struggling with not having a background. And you, I know you were like, and I say this, it wasn't off air. Like you were on the air saying, wow, I wish I had a background like this. Or And all of a sudden. I, I was in an RV and I'm like trying to like, you know, close the curtains so you don't see the background. And Corey's like, you could go on Amazon. And I'm like, really? So this Come is like, way. you never know where I am. It's right like now. the new like texting, like what are you wearing, right? To like mm-hmm. coordinate outfits. It's coordinating backgrounds now. Well, I, I like your background. Is it real or is it one of those green screen it's, images? Yeah, it's real. It's real. Cute. It's a nice. uh, local artist in Alberta. I love it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Amazing. So, Catherine, having said all that, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit better and and our guests as well, of course, and our viewers can learn a little bit more about you as well. Can you tell yeah. us? Yeah, what's your catalyst? Yeah, what's just- the catalyst? So, well, thank you for having me. Super honored to be here with you both today. I was listening to the conversation with Jenny, taking copious notes, and so much of what she was sharing really aligns with the work that I do. And so catalyst coaching is... Um, it's my passion in life. It is... Uh, Yeah, what is a catalyst? So a catalyst is a spark that elicits change, right? Like people, lots of people talk about having a defining moment in their life or in their business. And it's that spark, it's that catalyst. And so catalyst coaching is really being that spark for people to start to learn how to tap into their own wisdom, their own guidance, um, their own spark, right? Like to actually develop that within themselves. So yeah, that's what it's about. And I love the play on words, Catherine Catalyst with a K. I mean, come on, girl, after my own heart, brand it. You get it. You get it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those, you know, like those um, kind of divine downloads where something just sticks with you and sticks with you and sticks with you and you just, you got to go with it. Yeah. So Catalyst well, with a like K. It's like flip your script, kept coming to me. Flip your script, girl. Flip your script, girl. Flip your script. Yeah. I'm like, flip your script coaching. People talk about thoughts become things all the time. Yeah. Flip your script. So right. it's kind of just that whole, so I get it. And then when we were talking about soul, the soul, right. Mm. Um, with Lisa. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's really um, what I do is helping people connect to that inner guidance or their, the divinity within them. And my belief 
and beyond belief, my knowing, my absolute knowing is that we are all spiritual beings having a human experience, that we are expressions of the divine and that our, our dreams, our goals, our vision for what we would love to create in this life those are things that we are here to uniquely experience. Nobody mm -hmm. has the same dream. No one has the same. No, vision. you're right. Never really heard that before, but it's true. Yeah. And no one can live the same life. And so to really support people in actually stepping into that and, and identifying, well, what is that, that I'm here to be and do and have an express and experience in this, you know, in this earth school that we're all navigating. And then how do I, how do I do it? So how do I identify it? And then how do I actually, you know, flip the script on all of the limiting stuff that we've all been subconsciously programmed with just by being, you know, human beings. And then how do I actually move in that direction of creating that life that I love? So did you always know that you uh, had this gift to help people find their catalyst for their life? I joke with people um, so I actually have a flat spot on the back of my head and my, I, my joke is that I have it because I came down saying, I'm going to take the hard way, like, like literally like banging my head against the wall. Right. Like mm, that didn't work. Mm, that didn't work. And, and for so long, you know, when I look back, I'm like, uh, duh, like it was there, but ignoring it. And so do right. Ignoring it gets louder and louder and louder. Yep. The universe turns up the volume, right? It starts with a whisper. And when you ignore that, it turns up the volume. So, yes. yeah. So I think I always had been in those roles um, and I have a master's in counseling and have done lots of leadership development and worked in nonprofits and education and business and um, yeah, but, but just really up until I finally got the message or finally listened to the message, I should say, tuned into the message, had been, you know, kind of ignoring it. Okay. So when did that, what I call flip your script moment or ha ha moment sort of transition into the journey yeah. that you're on now? Yeah, that's a great question. So I have, I look up because I have a vision board right above my computer and my husband and I were in business together. We'd actually grown a multiple seven figure business together uh, in the construction industry and lots of really amazing things about it. We loved working together. We, we loved having that shared focus and project and spending so much time together and really creating it together. And we were both wanting to create the kind of organization where people could bring their full self to work. Right. The guys and I say guys because it was industrial construction. So primarily, mm -hmm. primarily, you know, male tradesmen could bring their full self to work, you know, be, be fully there and then go home and be more present with their family, more engaged in their community, that we'd have that kind of relationship with our stakeholders and vendors and clients. And and so that was really our vision for what we were trying to create. And through that process, I started really, really tuning even more into the work of like Joe Dispenza and, you know, Abraham Hicks and love them all, right? all, all of them. And I'd been reading and studying and, and, you know, learning about, and I'd had 
times in my life where I had applied the principles and I had results, but I didn't know how, and I didn't do it consistently. So I'd like, I'd kind of unconsciously have some competence, but it wasn't repeatable. So through that process, I was listening more to the discontent and the longing and, you know, grateful for the parts of, of it that I loved and that I really enjoyed. And also really starting to tune into this isn't how I want to show up. It feels like I'm contorting myself. Like I'm trying to make the business be something that's really not the environment necessarily for it to be easy and to flourish. I'm trying to, or was trying to, you know, contort myself saying, oh, well, when, you know, when it doesn't need me, then I can go do what I want. When the cash flow looks like this, then I can that, right? So that when, then game that I think so many of us play where we start to hear that whisper, I would say, oh, when the kids are older, you know, then I'll do this. Or when my bank account, you know, looks like this, then I'll go do this. Or when COVID is over, or, you know, when I get the promotion. So we, we play that game where we put off what's important to us. And I was totally in that game. And so I created this vision board, except that I want to get clear on what I actually want to create, because I know that, again, lots of things to be grateful for in the experience I'm having. And it feels like it's really not where I'm meant to be. So I created this vision board in the middle of it is this, um, now I know I call it a luminous light being. So it's this, you know, this kind of like image of a person with light coming out and I was almost done. And I'm like, I'm not quite finished. There's actually some, some pieces missing and they were some words. So community, abundance, love, service, spirituality, and gratitude. So I added those and I'm like, oh, this is, and I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I don't know how this works. I don't know what, but I don't know. it's a vision know. board and I did it. <laughs> I, well, I did it and I trusted, like I fully, fully went into the process and maybe three, four months later, we had a major oil and gas client who owed us a lot of money. They went bankrupt. And so we had to close our business and it was extremely challenging. It was extremely painful. It was very, it was devastating. We had put everything into it, our lives, our energy, our resources. And yet during that process, there was a part of me that was open. There was a part of my brain, a part of my soul, a part of my heart that was open to the idea that, oh, maybe this is happening for a reason. Was right? there a little essence of relief? The, you know, there absolutely, when it kind of, you know, kind of got through, there was lots yeah. of, you know, there was lots of imagining what it might look like and how it would go and what people would think. And then all of those limiting beliefs that come up right around quote unquote failure and through that process, as we were closing it, I found myself looking at job postings online and I would look at a job posting and I, and I could feel that familiar, like contortion mindset, that contortion thinking happening and thinking, well, it's not really, it's not like this could work. I don't love these parts, but if I contort myself then I can make it work. And, and I had this moment, I'm like, what am I doing like, what am I doing? I've done this for so long thinking it's for this purpose. And look what happened. 
look what happened. So in that moment, I decided I made a decision. And we all know that that's when your life changes is when you make a decision that something's going to be different in that even in the absence and especially in the absence of knowing how it's going to happen, right? But that something was going to be different. And so I decided, you know, what? I'm done with putting what I want last. I'm done with contorting myself. I did it for so long. And it literally got me to this point, right? So I decided I'm going to do what I love. Um, and so this was January 2020. And we all know what happened in March. So prior to that, my husband actually shipped off to Africa on Valentine's Day for a, for a job that was supposed to be a rotation job. I went to Vancouver Island to support my mom through cancer treatment on March 20th was when they declared the provincial pandemic. She passed away the same day. My husband transitioned. Oh, totally. Right. The business is done. My mom has passed. My husband was stuck in Africa for six and a half months during the COVID pandemic. And yet there was that part of me that knew and trusted, ah, okay, this is actually like, yes, not to dismiss how challenging and devastating it was, but there's this feeling of like, okay, there's something else emerging here. There's something else emerging here. And, and so I leaned into the process and then actually my husband sent me an email about a coaching program because I have a master's in counseling, have a couple of bachelor's degrees. It's really important to me to, to have um, coaching that is based on proven, repeatable, reliable systems. If people are going to invest in themselves, I, I want to make sure it's something that's going to work for them if, they, if they're fully into the process, that it's going to work. And I've done lots of curriculum development in my life. And so when I found this coaching program that I then invested in and got certified in, it just, it ticked all of the boxes and it actually felt like I had come home where much of my life, I felt like I'm kind of that, you know, square peg in the round hole of life, not quite fitting it felt like, ah, like these are people who get it. These are people who get it. And just this immense feeling of like, ah, right. And that even deeper trust in the process and the universe and, and how to work with that. And so, yeah, that's kind of it in a nutshell. So I'm going to just, you know, do you have any kids? Yeah. Uh, totally like I am, I for, didn't hear what yeah. you said, but I'm just curious. For children. And we've had uh, nieces live with us over the years. So we're like, we're, four? We're, oh, sur surrogate sur parents, parents to nieces oh. lived with us and then fur, fur children. Fur, can you hear me okay? Yeah, there's, there's a, a buzzing happening. Is it with, is me? It with me? Uh, let me see. Hello? Hello, 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 Bueller, 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 Bueller. Bueller. I think it's on your side. Let me just try something here. At least, what is what does it sound like now? Fine. Yeah, I think I think it's on your side, Kathy. Was it was it always there? Just start. No, just start. It sounds like there's been some sort of entity that showed up in your microphone right now. Love and gratitude. Love and gratitude. Let me unplug it and plug it back in. Okay, and at least just so you know, she said fur babies. Fur. Oh, fur babies. I was like, yes. four babies? You're four babies? <laughs> oh. I think she, she's just unplugging it and plugging it back in, I think. Probably oh, okay. her camera and mic might be tied in together. 
Um, okay. But yeah, I knew I knew you were trying to fur for, and I and I knew she was saying fur, and I was trying to decipher between yeah. this. So let's just see. Hopefully this this fixes it. All right, as she's popping back out. So how did you meet Catherine? Uh, oh my gosh, this is the hard part. After you know being out there so long, it's hard for me to remember who the original connection was. Catherine might remember her better than me, but it was I'm Rosalind. Oh, today, today's the Rosalind. Bang, today is Rosalind's day. Woo woo for Rosalind. It's, it, wait, isn't Jenny too, right? The trifecta? Did Jenny? Yeah. Wait, no, Jenny yeah, Jenny, Jenny was a connection through Rosalind as well. Uh, hey, yeah, so today's you Rosalind. You yourself like a little, uh, what is it? You know, the what, the person you send out and they bring you back, like bring back all your people. <laughs> That's Rosalind. Well, yeah, well, Ros <laughs> Rosalind's that person for everybody. She's the, I, I mean, She's a magnet and she talks about that becoming a magnet, but she's like the magnetic connector, you know, or magnetic networker. I don't know what she's got something where she's just like, she, she'll go into a room and say, I need to know that person. And then mm -hmm. like three years later, they're best friends. Like she's you just got, I'm going to try that. I love it. Yeah. She's, she's, a, she's a super, that's, I mean, that's the best term I can put it. She's a super connector. Yeah. A super connector. Yeah. She truly is. But it's, okay. it's not, but it's, it's kind of cool because it, the odds of it ever being all three people would be pretty low, but today's Rosalind's day. So I'll have to tell her because I think we got to – I'm going through her uh, story for the book, the next issue of the book. So I'll be talking to her probably tomorrow. So I'll tell her yesterday, meaning today, was Rosalind day. So yeah, yeah. It, was trifecta. it was the Rosalind trifecta day. Absolutely. And Catherine, I think I think you sound – I think it's – How's that? Is that better? Yeah, much better. Much so, yeah. so. So they're fur babies, not fur, fur babies. Like woof, woof, meow. Got it. Got yes. it. Yes. Yeah. And then we've also been surrogate surrogate parents to nieces that have lived with us over the years. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So if okay, I have, uh, I'm just going to ask my question. Yeah, um, so if I came to you, like, oh, okay. So who is your target? Like, what what area? Like, so because you've become so in alignment with this journey that you're on, is there a specific group of people that you resonate with or that tends to resonate with you on, on their journey? You know, that's a great question. It tends to be, so I work with women and men. I work with, you know, like younger, like age range from mid twenties to 60, seventies. And I also have a podcast called my dead dragon. And it's conversations with women who woke up one day and realized that no one and nothing was coming to save them and that they had to become the heroine of their own life and the main character of their own story. So that's really who resonates with me is women who have realized, wait a minute, I've been putting myself last all of my life. I've been feeling like I don't matter, like what I want isn't important. Um, you know, and, and often it can show up like anxiety or depression. It can show up with, you know, uh, health dis-ease. It can show up with um, relationship discord. It can show up with lack of results in terms of the financial impact because of the belief that, you know, I'm, I'm not worth it. And so that tends to be who really resonates um, with me is women who have realized, okay, it's my turn. It's my time. It's, you know, it's, it's time for me to, to really figure out what is it that I want out of life? What would I love for my life? And then how do I create that? Perfect. Well, there you go. So Corey, do you have any questions? Well, 
uh, I, I'm, I'm basically. <laughs> you're so good with that. My ear, like staring. I didn't want to interrupt. I was like, no, no, no. That's that's okay. I, I'm getting. I, I shortly, like within a minute or two, I have to move over to my uh, live training I'm doing. Uh, mm-hmm. So let me ask a final question, and then I'll leave it back to you both to to continue. And I'll be watching, just so you know, at least on phone, and try to watch for when you're done, and then I'll just end it after that. But don't you worry about that. I'll figure that out for ending okay. ending the video. Um, having said that, yeah, Catherine, I guess. The one question I would ask, and I haven't asked this all week, so I'm going to ask you the question that I ask typically, and I don't think I've ever asked you, and I haven't asked it all week, which is my time machine question, uh, mm-hmm. because I want to—I like to ask it as much as possible. So I'd love to get your take on if you could jump into a time machine and go back and talk to a younger Catherine, give her one piece of life advice based on what you've learned in the years since. What do you think you might tell young Catherine? Ooh. Mm. I would tell her you are enough nothing wrong with you and you actually get to decide what you want for your life you get to decide and you have the power to choose your thoughts and create your reality Mm, i love that and you know that's been a common theme this week we've talked about it you know you get to choose and you get to create your reality you know even just like I said it earlier today at some point, the only thing we get to do, really the only thing we have power over for sure, 100% at all times is making decisions, you know, to choose how we think, choose what life we want it. We have this power. I mean, I think a lot of people have given it up or think we don't have it, sadly, but we do. We have this power to choose. And I really do feel it's the only thing we 100% for sure have freedom over. You know, people can try to force us to choose something, but we truly, it's the only thing we have power over so i love that we get to choose what we create because we truly honestly do and and i i wish everybody knew this and again i know elise is big on non-judgment so i'm not judging people for not knowing it but i i I just wish and hope for everybody to know this almost like jim carrey said i what did he say i hope for everybody to have money to realize they don't need money Mm -hmm. you know and it's for me like i hope everybody i wish for everybody and hope for everybody they could realize that the only thing you have control over is your decision Mm-hmm. which which impacts your perspective yeah. right which so and and that is it but that's a really big thing Corey. like you're there's so much truth in that we have that are what we have our choices but there's so much that holds us back from making certain choices so that could be really big for somebody who's watching right now who who know i know i have choices but i don't know what choice to make or i know i have the ability to create my reality but i don't know where to start or i like so knowing something like that's like going to like one of these big events like these motivational events that you could be anything and do anything and have anything and 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 we have speakers that tell you that you can and you can do and then you leave and you're like i i know i can and now i know more than ever but i don't know where to start and that feels even worse so i just want to like ease anyone who's watching right now ease your anxiety or ease your i don't knowness that it's okay that you don't know right? But just know that it's possible. Like if you could just start knowing it's possible and be at ease with the fact that it is possible and you don't have to know how necessarily right now, just that sense of relief and knowing that you don't have to know how is a really good place to start. 
Well, to that point, uh, since I, uh, I'll cap it off by saying, since I've given her so much promotion this week, uh, Cappy Pidwell with her mindset code book, I think you and, and maybe I'll have to bring uh, Cappy on a future one of these at least because I think you and her would both really resonate. But one of the things that I, one of the things as I was reading it, I thought, thought of Elise, I thought this is Elise to a T, is when she talks about why so many people have a struggle creating the reality they want, because her big thing is about how to manifest and stuff. She says that instead of saying, I want to be a millionaire, I'm, or I'm a millionaire, when you know you're not deep down, her thing is changing the wording to, what if I could imagine myself being a millionaire? Or what could I do if I could imagine? I'm, I'm not wording it properly, but it was like... Yeah. Um, I, could, I, could re- I could put that into a mind seed, right? I'm totally open to being a millionaire. Well, and, and hers That's is like- That's different than saying I am. I'm open, right? I could be ready to be a millionaire if I knew how. Yeah, like, well, so it's like almost like open the, to the possibility that I could be a millionaire or something like that. But however she words it, 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 and it's a psychological thing she's doing to you, it's changing you from saying, I'm already a millionaire, which is what we're, we've all been taught is how to manifest. Just you got the, little, the, the little voice in the back of your head going, you're full of crap. Yeah, well, you're right? saying, that voice I'm a millionaire. Is- I don't need to worry about money. And then you're going to the store, like trying to count out your change to buy something. The two don't, you know, two don't compute. It's full of resistance. It's the yes. resistance. Yeah. Right? So, I, so I like what she does because it's very similar to what you do, Elise. Oh, thanks, Greg. Opening your mind to the possibility, and then also the opening your mind to I believe that you believe I have the possibility of being a millionaire. That and can, that's a mind scene. Right. That one step removed where when you have that that manifestation or that belief that's so far from your reality, it's going to activate all of your nervous system into that fight or flight freeze, right? Because you're like, it's bullshit. Like, it's totally not true. Right. Right. Yeah, all, right, lady. Your, yeah, right. <laughs> all of your upper limits, your paradigms, your limiting beliefs come up. But if you can just open your mind to the possibility. So I'm, I'm opening my mind to the possibility that I could at some point in time become a millionaire. Or I believe that you believe I could be a millionaire. That's a really good one. I like that. It takes the pressure off. It's the so there's a frequency that we carry, right? There's a frequency that we hold and that can hold us from. So I and I love this. I love the anything is possible when I believe it is, right? Anything is possible. If I believe it's possible, it's possible. And so that's again ease, I call it easing in to being and becoming and attracting. Totally. Yeah. There's I don't, you have to hop off court. Yeah, I, don't, I don't mean to interject. I just want to make sure I break away before I start getting the messages saying, where are you at? When's the start? And how come it's not live? So Catherine. I double booked. Just say it like it is. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Well, yeah. I mean, there was an overlap. So Catherine, you know, I appreciate you. I adore you. I, I think the world of you. Uh, we'll wave the flag for you. We'll call it a to be continued. And uh, I just appreciate you for being here. And you're in good, capable hands with Elise. And I'll let you guys go until you feel you're done. Yeah, we'll Thank hang you. out for a little bit more. Find Thank out where so we can get. And I'll, and I'll circle back via messenger, Catherine. But thank you once again. Thank you. Have an amazing conversation, everybody. Hey, now hey. I can see you in all your beauty. We have more space together. Yes, we yeah, do. I love that. I love that the whole taking the pressure off. You know, it's mm. it's very like it's really we're all going for relief. I talk about this a lot. You know, we're just going for the sense of relief, right? Yeah. If I just 
if I just have the perfect relationship or if I just make this much money or if I, what am I going to feel? I'm going to feel relief. I'm going to give myself permission to let go of some of that resistance. So when you're working with a client who you recognize has a lot of that, right? Because resistance is energy, right? And that's heavy weighted energy and that takes up space. Um, what would like maybe one perspective shift you would offer aside from the I know you believe that I could, right? Yeah. yeah. So such a great point because we, and so the language that I use with my clients is, does it feel expansive or does it feel contractive? Mm. Expansive is anything that feels oh, like that, that relief, that release, that life-giving could be joy, love, abundance, vitality, happiness, and recognizing that for some people, those feelings might be a little bit more intense than they're used to. So mm -hmm. it could be for some people that they're used to living in a state of contraction, which feels like fear, worry, anxiety, stress, um, anger. It's that, it's that fight or flight. And so we do a lot of work with the, the using the tool of noticing. So starting to notice when you feel contractive, when you feel expansive, because when you notice, then you have choice right? Because all of us have patterns. We run patterns. And for the majority of people, they're unconscious. They're just kind of like under, you know, they're just like right in our unconscious or subconscious. And so when we start to notice then it actually creates more space for us. And so the first tool that I, that I work with people is to notice what you're noticing. And so noticing, oh, like I notice I'm feeling, fill in the blank, whatever it is that you're feeling. And then we actually work with recalibrating your nervous system. And we do that through specific types of breathing to help you move from that fight, flight, freeze down into the rest, digest, create. Mm -hmm. And so you'll notice when they're feeling constricted, right? Angry, anxious, you know, sad, reactive, um, that, that they can notice they pause and then they breathe. And with that, and there's like in through your nose and out through your mouth, like a straw just in whatever way feels good to you because we're all wired a little bit differently. And so when you breathe in, mm -hmm. you can, you can feel yourself like, Oh, you just like sink right into your body. And mm -hmm. it's a message that you're safe. It sends a message, message to your nervous system that you're safe. And so when you're trying to create, and it's all energy, right? It's all energy. When you're trying it's to create, all it's all energy. energy. <laughs> When you're trying to create a new result from an energy that's given you your current results, they're not on the same channel. If you're calling in, you want like, you know, passionate love, or you want freedom and flow in the financial realm, or you want health and vitality, and you're tuned to the channel of like, oh, well, all the good ones are taken. Or, you well, know, that's the station you're going to get. <laughs> that's the station you're going to get. And so noticing the first, the first step is really noticing, like, what am I tuning to? And then how do I actually change the channel? And it's all energy. So how do I actually come from the energy of whatever it is that I would love to create and manifest in my life mm -hmm. and recognizing that it's not like a, it's not like you just flip a switch and you're done. That's not how it happens. It's a process. And I loved what you shared about, you know, people can go to an inspirational event, come away. They're all like motivated, but inspiration 
without action is just entertainment. So yes, and it can be, it could be, it actually can make things feel worse. Totally. Like I already went to this event because I knew that there was something I wanted to change, but I don't know how. When I, when I host an event, when I speak on a stage, it's always interactive. We'll do a tapping session. I'll have them at the beginning, pick something that you do not want to take home with you and you, mm-hmm. and, and want relief in. So by the end, we'll do a whole session and I will calm that, help them calm the amygdala and give them a tool, something tangible so they can feel the shift as opposed to now feeling more full of anxiety. And, and I'm speaking for myself because I spent before, you know, got into the, into this career and into this part of my life, I was experiencing that I'd go and I'd be like, I already know that there's things I want to do. Like what, just give me the tangible, like I can apply this in my life right now and be the driver and the master of my own, you know, my own relief really. Yeah. And that's really what being, for me, what being a catalyst is about is, is about helping people become that main character of their own story. Right. right? And I can absolutely relate when I was younger, just feeling like my life, I knew it sucked. It was horrible. It was, but, and I knew I wanted something different, but I had no idea. Like I had no idea what that was. I had no idea what it would even look like or feel like. Mm-hmm. All I knew was that what I was experiencing sucked. <laughs> right. <laughs> like it this sucked. sucks. I just wanted to unsuck. <laughs> right. And I wanted to unsuck, but I don't know how. I just know that this sucks. Right. And I don't even know like what that other thing might look like or that it's even possible for me. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Oh, but that's a good, I mean, that's, you have to know what you don't. So, I, you know, and that's another thing too. Like people are like, you know, they're so stuck on, I don't mean they generally, but, when, when we are, and I'll include myself, when I'm stuck in something, yeah. I'm able to now look at it and say, oh my God, this is so awesome. Because if this is really yes. pissing me off and this really sucks, yes. there must be something, whether I know it or not, that I know doesn't suck because otherwise I wouldn't care. Yes. It yes. wouldn't suck. Like yeah. if it was just whatever and it was in yeah. a state of neutrality, there would be no sucking and unsucking, right? But because oh. it sucks, there must be something that I know deep down or um, in some way, shape or form that is better for me or I'm more connected to than this because I wouldn't be feeling this crappy if not. Totally. totally. It's the contrast, right? And Abraham Hicks talks about that. It's the power of the contrast. And so, you know, language that he uses longing and discontent. And that's how we we connect with the, the life force that's expressing through us is to our longing and discontent. And the discontent is like, this sucks right? Wow. I've sure got some clarity on some pieces that I would not love here. Yes. Yeah. And to, I love that being able to lean into, this is the good news, right? And, and then good also, says, I know that something's got to be better because this right? really stinks. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing that happens, and I am, you know, I'm sure you know, this is that as people, as we start to expand into greater results, so greater happiness, fulfillment, alignment, joy, more financial freedom, greater health, more love. We actually, we're living in a life that we haven't known yet. And so it can actually trigger us to to constrict into the familiar. And it's like that devil, you know, is better than the devil you don't. Right. So I know, yes, this sucks, but at least I know what the suck is like. Whereas when you start to feel that like greater, Oh, like freedom and flow and ease and joy and fulfillment and all. It doesn't always feel safe. It doesn't. It often doesn't feel safe. 
you know, and when people climb, I had a client telling me about her, her stepfather who climbed Mount Everest mm-hmm. and that the way that you actually do it is you climb up and then you come back down because you need to give your body time to acclimatize. So it's the same thing when you're working with these greater results, you want to give mm. your nervous system time to acclimatize. And so, and you know, um, Gay Hendricks talks about this with the upper limit problem. So as you achieve that greater result, you're going to notice yourself kind of feeling a little bit like, Ooh, right. Cause you're using the tool of noticing where you're noticing you're feeling. Right. Like, so you slack it off a bit. Oh, you don't slap right back down to where you were, where you started. Right. So right. you kind of grow and then you bring it back down. This is my new normal. And you actually give your nervous system, you give your energy a chance to recalibrate to this is my new normal. This is my new normal. Wow. That's like, a, okay. That's like a, that's an interactive mind seat right there. Like recognizing that space. And I know for me personally, and I, and I still see it. And I always say, just cause you know, I'm connected and intuitive and I know what I know when I know what I know, right. There's different versions of us. And I'm sure you've had that experience too. Like when I'm, when I'm in coaching mode, when I'm on stage, when I'm in hosting mode, I'm connected to a whole, like I have the A team and then, you know, I can step away and then I go through my own challenges. I didn't get a get out of being human free card. Let me just no. say that, you know, <laughs> if you did so, you on the earth, right. You'd be still right. non-physical. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, and so, and so that being said is that one of the patterns that I recognize from an energetic standpoint for myself too. And, and I always know that we have different versions of ourselves, you know, it's the little girl, it's a 17 year old. Okay. She was making choices that were not very good. So I like took back over. So when we can have that awareness as well, I think that that's really important. And then that, that body mind, I call it the body mind, right? Like the body will physically respond. So does it like, and sometimes it'll respond in the gut or in the chest or in the throat or in the head when things are going really well. Well, maybe when you were a kid, things went really well. And then all of a sudden you found out your parents were getting divorced or your best friend wasn't your best friend anymore. And it didn't feel safe for things to be that happy for you anymore. And that version of us made it, made it, made an, okay, I got your back. I'm never going to let you be that happy again because you can get the wind knocked out of you or you can, yes. you know, be side sideswiped or whatever with, with news that crushes you. And mm-hmm. so we have that version of us that's always got our back. And until that version of us recognizes that it's safe yes. to get to that next level, to yes. have that success, to be that happy for a long period of time and it just doesn't come in spurts. I think that that's an important piece and it has been for me mm-hmm. as I'm sure you've seen it for yourself because we're all human and then for your clients as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you do hit that point with your clients, is there like a certain perspective that you could give them or I don't want you to give away your secrets, but is there, yeah, Oh yeah, I know. I mean, but I, I'm always curious, you know, because I know what I do with my clients. I know what I can do for myself, but I think that that's important that, you know, people recognize that when you work with somebody as wonderful as you, that you do recognize those points in their lives that, you know, wait, maybe you're stuck here because this is where you're stuck and this is what we can do. Yeah. So you talked about feeling safe. And I think that that's, 
piece. Yeah, safety is so key, right? And and recognizing that so um yeah, so I integrate lots of things because like I have a master's in counseling, I do NLP, yes. I do coaching, I do uh, other stuff as well, energy stuff. And so it kind of depends a little bit, but the way that we start, the way that I start to work with people is we start with creating a vision of what you would love for your life. And really, and I love, Jenny talked about this, right? That most people spend more time planning a holiday or a long weekend than they do actually thinking about what they want for their life. And, and, and so many of us can get into this pattern where, well, these are just the things you do. You, you know, you, maybe you, you have a partner, you get married, you have kids, you have a job, you work, you pay off your mortgage, you die, like, right. So there's these ideas that we bought into and we're just for many people just going through the motions. And so the way that it, it starts to shift is you notice the longing and discontent that either a, this sucks. Um, and it could be, it could be that, you know, that loud, the, the, the discontent could be that loud or it could just be this like feeling of like, mm, is this all there is? Like, is this it? Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so you're tuning into that. And then we start with creating a vision. So I ask people, what would you love for your life? And we actually future pace it three years into the future to help bypass the subconscious mind because the subconscious mind, if you say like in six months, it's going to be like, whoa, we never did that before. Nothing's going to change. And it, it starts to put those blocks up. So when we go future pace to three years out, the subconscious mind, which is where all of those limiting beliefs, all your operating systems exist, it kind of relaxes a little bit because it doesn't quite know what's possible. So by doing that, you start to get more into what is it that's seeking to emerge through you? How yeah. is life itself seeking to express through you? And so it starts with connecting with, well, what would I love? And we look at the full spectrum. So your health and wellness, and that's your, you know, your mental, emotional, spiritual, physical health and wellness, your love and relationships, your time and money, freedom, and your vocation of creative expression. So it's this complete picture of you know, if you had so basically you step into a new you. Oh, I love mind. that. I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So magic wand. Into, yeah, magic wand. Like what would you love? And then, so we create that vision of what we would love. And then we start to learn how to become the energetic match. So we start to learn how to tune our frequency. It's very Joe Dispenza-esque. It's like, yeah, Joe Dispenza, Deepak Chopra, Abraham Hicks, Bob Proctor, Wallace Waddles, all all of them, right? All of them. And what I love about it is you as the catalyst. Yeah, as the catalyst, right? For other people to light their spark. And so when you start to create that, what happens? And this is I love the deliciousness and the simplicity of this process. So it's simple, but it's not easy. Oh, girl, you just resonated with me. I'm always like, it's simple, but simple is not always easy. It's simple, but it's not easy. So as you start to really connect with the energy of the woman living that life, how it feels, how you're showing up for yourself, how you talk, what you think, where, you know, all of that, you're really trying it on. Anything that is not a vibrational match will by design come up for release and repatterning. 
So all of the subconscious limiting beliefs, all of those upper limits, all of those agreements that you made to keep yourself safe, they will emerge. That's why it's designed that way. They will actually emerge because they can't, you can't have love and, you know, fear of love. You can't have them both. Right. One or the other. So as you start to this, this is going to come up and say, Hey, 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 come back down here. This is familiar. This is comfortable. This is our normal. And so we learn how to actually repattern those. So knowing that that's actually the good news when that stuff shows up, doesn't feel like good news to be clear. Sometimes it just, it sucks. sucks. (laughs) Like honestly, it's hard been there, done that still. Right. It's not like, and, and if any coach ever says, Oh, I've got it all figured out. mm, They haven't right. If we're on this planet where we're still, we've got stuff to learn. So as it comes up, being able to train yourself to recognize that this is the good news. I love it. I mean, right there. It's the there mother, anyway. like it's already been, it's already in your cup. It's there anyway. Now it's actually into your consciousness so you can make a different choice about it. And that's when it's the noticing, it's the pausing, it's the breathing, it's mm-hmm. the helping yourself feel safe in your body. And then it's connecting to a different frequency of energy. And so then the energy is either your vision of what you would love or gratitude. Mm. Gratitude, because gratitude is the vibration that's in harmony with abundance. And if you think about abundance, abundance, a lot of people think it's just material wealth, but it's all things. It's health, it's love, it's joy, it's expression, it's fulfillment. So abundance, you want a more abundant life in all areas. And so when you learn to start to tune your nervous system, your body, your energy body to the vibration of gratitude, you then become a vibrational match for greater and greater levels of abundance. Dang, girl. Mic drop. (laughs) And that's how it goes down with the catalyst. Okay, so... So simple, let me ask you this. But not easy. Simple, but not simple, easy. but it, it's not easy. Not and easy. I'll also tell you this: just ain't that easy either. People are like, "Just do this, just do that." Listen, if I was just gonna do it and it was that easy, I would have just done it, right? Totally. Like, totally. just ain't that easy yeah. e- either. Yeah. So simple and just, it's yeah. not that easy. Yeah, right. If because all of this information is out there, and if we could do it on our own, we would have already. We would have just already done it. <laughs> would have just already done it, right? Exactly. Exactly. You know this. That's why coaching is so important to have because the only two ways that you shift that result for yourself, one of two ways, one is with a strong emotional impact, and that could look like a that could look like a crisis thing, like a health divorce or you know um, a failure or something like that, or a structure of support with space time repetition to mm-hmm. instill that new operating system. I love that. So how could somebody get in touch with you to start that process? Yeah. So, so if, so here's the thing, I am committed to people's transformation and I'm not attached that it's with me. So if, if, 
it's it's really about finding the person. I was going to say it's about resonating and feeling safe, right? So it's like you you know you find a therapist, you find a doctor, you find a hairdresser, you find out like whatever a, a pet groomer, pet sitter. That's like a definitely want your pet sitters to be good. We want all those people to be good, but it's about right. the person that fits with you and who you resonate with and who you resonate with. And so if what I'm, if what I'm saying that you're like, Oh, like, I feel like I just feel like there's something there. Listen to that. Just connect with me on social media. We can do, I always do like a complimentary clarity call with people and it's really a resident. I call it like the residence call. Like, do we resonate together? Right? Yeah. Totally. I love that. Right. Yeah. And so is it catalyst or is it Catherine? Like how would they find you on? Cause I know yeah, so you have the catalyst, yeah, catalyst coaching. coaching. Yeah. Catalyst coaching or Catherine Larange. So I'm on, you know, like uh, Instagram, Facebook, um, LinkedIn, uh, website, catalystcoaching.com. Yeah. They can connect with me. And then I also have an event coming up on October 16th. Oh, it's- what is that? Oh, it's, it is a full day virtual. So it's live virtual. It's a vision ignition immersion. So when you talk about the two ways to shift your mindset, it's that strong emotional impact. So that's what mm-hmm. that day is about. It's really about some, some, some framework, some understanding, and then really, really connecting, creating, getting clarity on that vision Mm-hmm. And then understanding three steps that you can take right away and apply right throughout your life to start to shift your results. It's also so how could somebody find that event? Is that on uh, also on your social media? Socials as well. Yeah, it's on my so social. If you just put all that information in the comments, yeah. I know yeah. Corey's got you all over LinkedIn and all that. I am, you know holding space for the blue talks, flip your script group on Facebook. So I just want to make sure all that information goes into the comments there as well Uh, for people, you know, for people who are like hopping on and kind of like finding their resources there. Yeah. And I would love to also have you on flip your script Friday as it continues to roll out. So flip your script Fridays, um, are every Friday or they have been every Friday. The retreat has taken up my, you know, has held my space. Um, Passion project. Since December. Well, passion. it's more than it. It's really more than a passion project. It's one of those inspired, you know, I yeah. was guided. And there's a whole yeah. story behind how Manatee Landing Retreat showed up in, in our lives. Uh, and the seed that was planted for, to, you know, we hold space as a coach. We hold space on stage. We hold space. I'm very interactive. I love when somebody actually has an experience because I believe that it's the experience that somebody personally has that makes the impact and the change because it's personal and it comes from their perspective. Yeah. And so I didn't really recognize it at the time. I, I always had a, you know, an Airbnb that I ran, you know, because I love to meet people if I wasn't traveling and it was always just kind of grew on its own. It was always busy and successful and I became a super host. But what I didn't recognize until the, until Manatee Landing Retreat was birthed um, during the pandemic was that really that is my calling. That is my purpose Mm -hmm. to create destinations and create opportunities for people to come and have a flip your, a personal right there, hands-on fun filled adventure filled flip your script 
um, experience. And so that's what Manatee Landing Retreat is in Wikiwachi. So it's kind of held my attention. But I do love the Flip Your Script Fridays where we bring on incredible people like yourself to help plant seeds of perspective to help individuals who may be maybe overly focusing on trying to get rid of what they don't want and have lost sight of what it is that they really want to create in their lives. So to plant these seeds of mind seeds of perspective that people can maybe, you know, piggyback on or take or, or plant in their mind instead of these thought weeds to help them start to grow that, that interactive. Okay. Yes. You know, you, you can create your life. You can change your life. You can make different choices. Well, let's, let's lost me already. It is how it feels. So, but every, every Friday starting, starting um, in January again, for just a half hour, quick little bites, not a whole hour and a half, half hour, hang out, plant seeds of perspective from incredible people who have flipped their, their script in their own lives. Um, So I'd love to have you on, on the show. It's right on the blue talks, flip your script stage. And um, yeah, people can come in, comment and ask questions and, Just they leave that half hour, start their weekend with these new seeds of perspective that they can start planting in place of the thoughts that just aren't working. I love that, right? And that really provides that space-time repetition as well. Mm -hmm. Because if you think about it, like I'm just about 50, I'm just shy of 50. I've had 50 years of having a certain thought pattern. Exactly. Like a habit. A habit, And so is that going to shift in a month? Probably not. Right. You can start to see shifts, significant shifts, but really the, like, it's that space time repetition. So I love that and different messages, right? Different because, because I can say, and I love doing group coaching. It's my favorite because people get so much from each other. I can share it and then someone else shares it and it's like for other people. Right. And you know, I was actually, we were more in the habit and every Friday I would say, please share your mind seed, you know, in this interview on the group. So I'm going to ask everyone, whoever was, is watching now, any of our incredible thought leaders, coaches, and, and guides that we've had on this week, please share your mind seeds on, mm-hmm. in the comments underneath your, underneath your day, right? If you were interviewed on day one, because sharing the mind seeds also keeps that going where people can hop on and say, hey, this mind seed resonates with me. I'd like more of this in my life. Um, I also created the flip your script band, which is a physical reminder. And actually I really, I'm going to take ownership of it and talk about that every single time. Um, and these are available. I'll make them, I'm going to find a place to make them specifically available for people to order. They're like two bucks a band, but they're game changers. We Mm -hmm. hand them out at our retreat. These are our magic bands. We hand them out to the kids and we say, listen, if you can think it, it can show up in your life. Um, and so that keeps the consistency going too. that, you know, if you have a thought and you're recognizing it's a pattern that's not working and I wouldn't grow that in my garden, you take the band and you flip it to the other side and you start to learn how to flip your script, change that pat- that pattern mm-hmm. in one's own mind. So I'll be happy to share the flip your script bands for anybody who wants it. Just like leave your name in the comment and I can get one out to you as well. Um, but yeah, you have been amazing hanging out with you um, and getting to know you better. I'm not sure where Corey is, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe That's he's okay. listening. It doesn't matter. Um, again, so please leave your information in the comments below. That would be awesome. Um, and then let's stay in touch for sure. 
Yeah, I would love that. And I want to hear more about living in an RV because my husband and I, as we lean into what would we love, we're like, you know what? I think we'd love to just travel around in a fifth wheel for a while. Yes, we could talk a little bit about that until Corey comes on. So here's the, so just like coaching, like people are like, like when I hear people are like, oh, I want to RV. The first question, this is the first tip that I would suggest or the first first seed that I would start to plant is how do you want to travel? People don't think about that. People are like, oh, this looks cute and this is big and this is luxury. And but how do you want to travel? Do you want to see places that you haven't seen before? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to just park your RV and maybe an RV park and leave it there for a couple of months and have a car and be able to like just check out the area? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you want to have your do you want to be able to get into your home and drive it? Right. Do you want a fifth wheel where, you know, you have to be careful where you pull in. You may have to make sure there's a place to pull out because backing up a 40 foot fifth uh, fifth wheel is not an easy feat. And I don't know a lot of people that can do that. So, you know, it's things that we don't necessarily think about, like the idea of RVing is cool. Um, Even if you have a 40 foot, you know, class A. That's really big. I driveway surf. I'm here in Maine at my sister's house and I'm able to park in the driveway and they still have enough space for their car and I can plug in and I have my own private space in my private home, but I can still be here um, in their home. So that makes, I love driveway surfing. I love meeting people and being able to pull into their area and just needing a 110 outlet. So that's, that's my sweet spot. So thinking about how you guys want to travel, you know, then there's memberships, there's Thousand Trails, there's Passport America, there's Harvest Hosts where you can boondock. So there's different ways of seeing the country. Yeah. Yeah, we're we're up in Canada. So with uh-huh. the border stuff, that's a bit of a, a bit of a thing. Um, we have actually had a couple of class C's before. We had like an older one that we actually, we, co-owned it with friends and we like shared it, which was super fun. And that's smart. Yeah. Nothing like a really smart way. The amount of times that you use it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was super fun. And then we also had like a, we bought like a newer class C with a couple of slides, but we're thinking because he, and Oh my God, this is what I love about what I do is what would you love? Not what have you done before? Not what do you think your family thinks you should do? Not what is everybody else doing? But like, what would you love for your life what makes you come alive and for him he loves working overseas so he's worked in like Africa and Dominican and Chile and Mexico and he loves it so I'm Mm -hmm. like well then I love that for you and all of my work is virtual so thinking yeah a fifth wheel because yeah like looked at the you know looking at the different layouts I do podcasts, I do coaching. So having like a so fifth wheel would be perfect for you because basically it's like a tiny home. Totally. Right. Yeah. And then have kind of set up, you know, for a couple months because his rotation is, you know, potentially two months away at a time. And then when he comes home, we kind of do a little bit more exploring. You got it. Yeah. You already thought about it. Oh, we, yeah, we've totally been, we've got the models we're looking at the year. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a great, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And uh, what I love is really leaning into possibility thinking in yes. all areas of life. Absolutely. Right? For people listening in whatever it is, 
that you would love to create, like what would it be like to really, really lean into possibility thinking for yourself? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I love that you thought it through, but, but in, in going through your process, you, um, you recognize, right. You have to think about how do I want to travel? Like what's going to work for me in yeah. this new venture. And, yeah. and I, and because I know the industry and I know what it's like to be full-time RVers. I mean, we full-timed my fiance and I for about a year and well, we're still in an RV. We have a 30, we have a 31 foot RV. Okay. We bought the property next to this old motel that we bought. Um, in Wikiwachi, Florida, that we revived wow. and turned into what we call an everyday retreat, where you can come and retreat from your everyday and kayak and swim with the manatees and be in these oh, beautiful wow. natural springs. But we really just wanted a place to pull the RV in after when we were traveling to call home. Yeah. We really didn't find just that spot. But what we did find, because the possibilities are limitless, is that that spot, and it came with a motel. So we bought this five-room motel that just needed, needed love, needed an infusion of a new vibe. And we have the RV spot that's right next door that we, so we bought both properties and we bought a larger RV thinking we were going to travel. So we have the 31 foot with a slide out and that's our little tiny home. And then I have the 24 foot that we've been traveling in where I, when I need to go and I'm doing projects and I'm traveling, I can take her um, Mm. and be mobile. That is super fun. So it's, so it's, so it's worked out and we just chose to be in a 20 foot, 24 foot RV with two bicycles on the back traveling all over the country. So, I mean, that's a very different choice than having a fifth wheel and being able to park it and having a car. (laughs) Totally. Yeah. And also with him um, working away and like podcasting and coaching and a smaller space, like I, I would love a dedicated office space. And then when he, you know, at some point in time, we might do a smaller one or something different. And we also love, you know, getting out in the boondocks where other people don't really go. Exactly. And having a fifth wheel is perfect because you do have that front that you can use as an office space or the back. I mean, it depends on the layout of of the fifth wheel. But well, let me know when you hit the road and when you start traveling, because I am always up for a visit somewhere different visiting people that I haven't met before. And I know that we're in the middle of the pandemic, but that's who, that too shall pass. This global yeah. plot twist is changing and shifting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, well, I'm going to, I know that we're going over time and not sure where Corey is, but I'm going to say thank you so much. And I'm going to, we're going to stay connected for sure. Please um, put your information and contacts yeah. in, in the comments below. And uh, we will definitely continue the conversation at a later date. And until then, just be you. Uh, Thank you. So lovely to connect. Yeah, same here. So I'm not sure how to end because I didn't start the whole thing. So why don't we just see if we can just thank everybody together for being here today. We're going to be back, Corey and I, tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time uh, with some more great guests. Oh, I guess she left the show. So I want to thank everybody again. Uh, it's been a great show today, Corey. Thank you so much for being here. I'm not sure if we are going to disconnect us, but I will see you tomorrow. And again, just remember that anything is possible when you believe it is.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.